But I would invite you to turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13 is about a soldier. It's about a veteran. And I want you to stand with me as we read God's holy word and think about this soldier and or a soldier who may be in your life a veteran. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed. Listen to what Jesus said about this. Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed. So be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the very same hour. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for this centurion that had faith to believe that if Jesus would just speak the word, Lord, help us this morning realize and know that you are the word and that all you have to do is speak the word and things happen. Lord, I pray that you'd bless every home that's represented in this room today. And God will give you praise and glory for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You Jesus honors the faith of a veteran. Ninety-four years ago tomorrow, at exactly 11 a.m., on the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, after the war, Congress declared November the 11th an annual holiday, and it was originally called Armistice Day. And in 1953, after the Second War, World War had ended, the name was changed to Veterans Day. And that we observe in our church today, but tomorrow is the actual Veterans Day. And so I challenge you tomorrow, at least tomorrow, if you know a veteran, if you see one, walk up and say thank you 
for your service and tell them that you enjoy your freedom. Now, why are veterans so deserving of our honor? As I heard one, someone say, they didn't have to go. They could have run. A veteran, let me tell you something, is committed, committed to freedom. He, is, he and she is committed to courage. And they are committed to the love of their country. Long after a veteran has laid aside his uniform and his weapon, they still remain patriotic even today. Most loyally and committed to the American country that we know as the United States of America. And I am thankful today that I can say I was born in America. I could have been born overseas, but I was born in America. I'm so thankful today, not only for this flag, but I'm thankful for this flag to know that my Jesus laid down his life for me and that I've been saved. I'm not only an American citizen, but I'm a citizen of heaven, a place that I have not gone yet. For all of that, we think about the commitments that many of our soldiers have made. Another reason that our veterans deserve our honor today is the cost that many of them were willing to pay. Listen to these statements. The veteran gave up safety and security of their own homes. They left behind their family and their friends. Some surrendered their personal plans for education and career. Some suffered loss of sight. Some suffered loss of limbs. Some had their faces permanently disfigured. Many sacrificed their lives. And many others will be haunted by the nightmarish images of war. And for those great costs, they have paid our veterans, deserve our honor. In our scripture today, Jesus pays honor to a military veteran. He was a centurion soldier. Our scripture tells us the story, how one of his soldiers was very sick. And this soldier knew that Jesus had the cure. Now there are two points that I, I want to uh, share with you this morning concerning uh, that God honors veterans that honor him. First of all, the military veteran gave honor to Christ, this centurion soldier. He went to Jesus and shared with him about his Soldier friend. Now, a centurion, I understand, was over at least no less than 100 soldiers. He was in charge, but he was concerned about one soldier who was sick. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, it says, a centurion came to him pleading with him. 
And Jesus said, okay, hey, I'll just go to your house. Well, this veteran, this soldier was so humble, he said, Lord, I'm not worthy. I don't want you to come to my house. But if you just speak the word, I know that my friend, my soldier friend will be healed. If you'll just speak the word. You know, there's something about the word. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. The word was with God. And the word was God. That's Jesus. He is the word. And when we think about the word, that's what this centurion said. Hey, if you'll just speak the word. And that's what Jesus did. He simply spoke the word. And when I think about that, verse 9, the centurion told Jesus about the kind of authority that he had. He said, hey, I can tell, tell him to go and he goes. I can tell him to come and he comes. I can tell him to do and he does. And Jesus said, man, I have not observed such authority and such obedience uh, in Israel as I hear what you're saying here. In our scripture, we meet another centurion who is uh, painted a very uh, favorable sight. We learned that the centurion had come to Jesus simply for one reason, to plea for his servant. You know, how many of us plea for one another? How many of us really I mean, in our prayer, you get prayer, our prayer list at home gets longer and longer. We have names. And I think sometimes, does God get tired of me calling the same names every morning? Does he get tired of that? I don't think he does. The Bible says that we must beg and plea with God and continue to beg and continue to plea that God might touch them either to be healed from the sickness or to be saved. So how serious are you when it comes to praying? Next, Christ gave honor to the military veteran. It says when Jesus heard it, he marveled. He, he thought, my goodness, alive. Now, Jesus knows everything, but he made that statement, simply statement. He said, I don't know of anybody that's got the faith like you got in Israel. I don't know anybody that's over as many men as you are over, but yet you're concerned with that one. You remember the story about Jesus and the sheep? He had a hundred sheep and one went missing. What did you do? Oh, we got 99, no man, we don't worry about one for. They went after that one and when he found him, he laid him on his shoulders and brought him in and put him back with the rest of the sheep. Why? Because he was concerned about the one. Do you have a one this morning? Do you have that one person that may be deathly sick and you, you pray and you begging God to heal them? Do you have that one? Do you have that one lost friend that you beg God to save? Don't quit. Don't quit for goodness sake. Listen, we can't afford to quit. And Lynn and I, every morning, we call those same names. I got a list of about 10 people that, that's lost that I call their name. Every morning I call their name. Why? Because I want to see them saved. They're my friends. I don't want to stand before God and say, and hear God say, well, you know, you didn't talk to your friends. Or hear those friends say, God, I, I know Kenny. He, he was my friend. Can I not slide in under him? Are you praying for that one? 
Just one. Jesus honored him for his faith. You know, that's important today. God will honor us for our faith. You don't have to see it. You don't have to see, the, see it, but the results will eventually come. I told you this story, and I'm not going to tell the whole story, but my grandmother prayed that one of her grandsons would surrender to preach. My grandmother had gone on to heaven when I surrendered to preach, and I didn't know that that was her prayer, okay? But even after she'd gone to heaven, her prayer was being answered here on earth. God, don't forget our prayers, y'all. They're banked up. So I challenge you, pray and pray hard and pray earnestly for the lost and for the sick. Keep sending the prayers up. True faith honors Christ. And Christ honors true faith. And Jesus knew that this old boy, hey, say, man, he's serious. He's serious about his, his soldier friend. Uh, just speak the word. Listen, here is a picture of what true faith is all about. True faith is taking Jesus at his word. And you know, it's important that we take Jesus at his word. In fact, Jesus said in another portion of God's word, ask. Ask. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. How long should I ask? Every day, keep asking. How long should I seek? Every day, keep seeking. How long should I knock? Until we break down the doors with Jesus and he hears those prayers because he knows our faith and our earnestness when it comes to serving the Lord Jesus. Many times we fail simply to take Christ at his word. You know, it's an incredible thing to think about the faith of a military veteran. But not only did Jesus honor him for his faith, Jesus, he healed his servant. And in the end, he said, go your way. Son, I, I, I really appreciate you and your concern, but go on your way. Because your servant has done been touched. Your servant has done healed. In fact, when you get there, you are going to meet a miracle. You're going to see a surprise because your servant is going to be on his feet ready to get back in the groove of serving you as a soldier. You know the same thing with us that are Christians? Sometimes we get out of sorts. I don't know if you can see it or not, but this chandelier has a burned out bulb in it. You know what that, that burned out bulb reminds me of? Some of our church folk. You're screwed in all right, but you fail. You fail to, to give God what belongs to him. You fail to pray. You fail to witness. You're just sitting there. Your light is not shining for the glory of God. It's important that we let our light shine. Let it shine for the glory of God. True faith sees the invisible. True faith believes the impossible. And true faith receives the incredible. The things that you and I cannot even imagine 
God says, I got this. I got this, but I want you to be faithful. I want you to be faithful through it all. I want to just close with these few thoughts. I want you to listen. It's the veteran. It's not the preacher who gave us freedom of religion. It's the veteran, not the reporter, who gave us freedom of the press. It's the veteran, not the poet, who gave us the freedom of speech. It's the veteran, not the lawyer, who gave us the right to a fair trial. It's the veteran, not the politician, who gave us the right to vote. It's the veteran who salutes the flag and served under the flag that gave us the freedom to proudly wave our flag and say, I am proud to be called. An American. My goodness, today, you know, we, we honor our veterans. But let me tell you something. We worship Jesus Christ, the commander in chief. If you don't know him, I beg you today. You don't realize probably how many people right now are praying for your salvation if you lost You probably don't realize today how many parents are praying for your children, for you children, to be drawn closer to God, to find God's will for your life. I told you this too, and I'll make a short one. When I, after I surrendered to preach, mother and my mother and daddy came to our house, and I wanted to tell them, so as they started to leave, I walked outside with them to tell them bye. And in telling them by, I told them, I said, listen, God's calling me to preach. And I'm going to have to give in. I'm going to have to surrender. And my daddy said, when you were a baby, we dedicated you to the Lord. I had no idea. And neither did I have any idea that my grandmother would pray that God would call one of her grandsons to preach his word. Today, for all of you veterans, God bless you. I love you. I thank you for the time you spent in the military, whether it was six months, one year, or a career. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you went overseas or you were at home. You were willing to go and you were willing to serve and to give your time. For that, I'm grateful. We're going to have a time of invitation. If you're lost, I beg you to accept Christ as your Savior before it's everlasting too late. Listen, you don't know that you have tomorrow. You don't know that you, listen, you don't know that you'll see home. There's no guarantee that when we walk out of this auditorium that we're going to get home safely. One simple incident can change our life forever. Give it to Jesus before it's too late. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege, not only to call you our Father, but the privilege to be in this place today. Lord, again, we, we honor our veterans, and we thank you for their service.
But Lord, I just want to say thank you for Jesus who gave his all for us and that he's alive today and soon to come get his bride. Lord, help our people to get lined up and to get ready and that may we get our house in order for the return of Jesus Christ. For we ask it in Jesus' name, amen.